0: Rock Solid Wrestling makes its way back down the Mile of Gold and returns to Kirkland Lake, Ontario for the first time in four years.
1: Saturday night, August 19th, live from the Northern College Athletics and Wellness Center, it's a night of fights in support of community living Kirkland Lake. Featuring Canadian heavyweight champion Scotty the Body, Cody Diener, Crystal Moon, Tornado and more. Get your tickets online at rocksolidwrestling.tickit.ca or in person at the Pronto store on Taylor Avenue. Rock Solid Wrestling is back in Kirkland Lake, Saturday, August 19th. Don't miss it.
0: Hey, everyone, it's Alexia and Nicole, and you're listening to Count It Out with Mike and Tyler.
1: Well, we are live, pals, and welcome to another edition of the Bill After Sealed of Approved Counted Out with Mike and Tyler. My name is Tyler, but I am not with Mike. Oh no, this week, it is counted out with with Tyler, not Mike, holy moly. It is counted out with Tyler and Crystal. I am joined by the current crossbody pro wrestling women's champion, Crystal Moon. Crystal, what's going on? How are you doing?
0: I'm good. Uh, thank you for having me. And uh, I, I appreciate it. Thank you very much.
1: See, it's funny. I have a running gimmick on our show where I usually screw up people's names. But this is, might be the first time that I screwed up my own name. So I don't know.
0: <laughs> so first for everything, there's times where I don't even remember my name. So I totally <laughs> get it.
1: Well, before we get into business, first things first. Have to compliment the shirt that you're wearing right now. I don't know for those of you that are not watching on YouTube and listening, it is a fantastic. Looks like an old school X Men cartoon shirt, and I am all about that.
0: Yeah, I'm a yeah, I'm a big uh, X Men fan. Um, obviously, the the '90s com, like comic and the the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind. The, I don't mind the movies, um, but the Comics are there. The
1: uh, TV show is the way to go. The cartoon. Oh yeah. See, I I'm probably a little bit older here. I'm pushing forty right now, so I grew up with that cartoon. So every yeah. Saturday morning would be X Men into the Spider Man cartoon, which is yeah. also very good. I don't know if you checked that one out or not. I don't it's
0: know. The
1: the uh, the Pir- the uh, Spider Man. It was like the animated series or something. It was really really good. It was like the similar theme to the X Men one. I would highly recommend that if you're a Spider Man yeah. fan. Good to
0: know. Okay.
1: But, you know, I guess we could probably do a whole separate podcast on X-Men and Spider-Man and all this fun stuff. But I think the people
0: would love to do a a podcast or even just like a couple episodes of like dissecting the cartoon versus the movies. Ooh, I feel like I would just rage, though. Yeah,
1: I get that. Like, especially like the apocalypse stuff, like that apocalypse movie. I'm just like, come on, like, but I don't think that Apocalypse, like, well, I guess in the cartoon, they did a better justice. But I I feel like the comic book is where they really, like, put Apocalypse as the badass.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah.
1: Who's your, like, okay, I want to ask a couple of comic book questions now. We'll get to Kirkland Lake in a minute. I promise. (laughs) All right. But uh, I want to, I want to talk about uh, maybe... Everybody loves, you know, the Wolverines and the Cyclopses and the storms or whatever. But who are a couple like of the under characters that you really like in X-Men?
0: So I do. Okay. So I do like Rogue, but I like cartoon Rogue. Mm. I don't like movie Rogue.
1: Me too. Mon Cherie.
0: Like, so the, she was just like a cool, like badass chick in the cartoon from what I remember. And then I watched the movie and it's nothing against the actor. I just don't, it doesn't translate to me. Yeah. Um. I don't feel that like re- connection. Um, and, and Gambit, like, come on. He was a smooth talker. Like, yeah. Like his powers might've been like meh, but he was like, it was, he was all gimmick. He was so cool, calm, collected. Yeah, the so, cool so,
1: suit. Yeah. Like, yeah, when I was a kid, I thought Gambit was the coolest guy. And Rogue oh. with the accent. Oh, the coat and the little like headgear thing he had on. Let's go, Gambit. I I like a deep cut as well. I liked Havoc from the X Factor.
0: Ooh, okay. I thought he
1: looked really cool when I when I was younger and I was playing with my wrestling action figures. I would mix in the X Men as well, and Havoc was okay. always a strong champion in my in my federation. Havoc was always a strong champion. See,
0: I I had a few like wrestling figures. But I would mix in my Sailor Moon figures with my wrestling There you figures. go. <laughs> so, uh, any like cool comic book uh, figures, but I had Sailor Moon, so I would I would mix the two.
1: So we have just stumbled across a side project for the future. I think I, I think it has to yeah. get done. The X Men, yeah, and, and I bet you we could still find a wrestling crossover at some point between for it, sure. but but because there's a wrestling yeah. crossover and everything.
0: Hundred percent.
1: How how about this for a crossover? Saturday, August the 19th, Rock Solid Wrestling presents punches, pile drivers, and pinfalls. This event is in support of Community Living, Kirkland Lake. And of course, you are going to be on that card. You are going to be making your Kirkland Lake debut, which I want to talk about in a little bit. But let's kind of talk about Rock Solid Wrestling and just what your experience with Rock Solid has been like so far.
0: Yeah, so Rock Solid will always be near and dear to my heart. Because six years ago, they actually gave me my first match. Mm. Um, so they all be near and dear to my heart. Um, I got to wrestle Casey Spinelli, a Canadian legend and, um, on the scene. And uh, I didn't wrestle as Crystal Moon. Um, I wrestled as a masked panda bear. I love that. In fact, um, but yeah, I was very fortunate to have that opportunity and be in that locker room. And um, it's been the, the same ever since. I uh, recently been really picking up um, some steam with Rock Solid. I'm very fortunate for that. So, uh, great locker room. Um, if you're a part of it, you're a part of a locker room with a lot of legends um, and people that you want to sit under their, their learning tree, right? So, I, I love Rock Solid.
1: Absolutely. You know, I wanna I wanna pick up on that first match that you did there. What's more nerve wracking? The fact that it's your first match or the fact that it's against a legend like Casey Spinelli as well. Oh,
0: man, like what a combo that they put me like
1: with yeah, here's, right. Here's and the deep end.
0: Yeah. Not only was it my first match against Casey Spinelli, I was under a mask and two out of my three coaches were there. No pressure. No, no pressure. <laughs> no um, pressure.
1: So what do you remember um, about the badge? Tell me a little about it.
0: Yeah. Um, so it was Bracebridge and I believe Collingwood. I believe it was like two shows. It was a weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe though. I know for sure Bracebridge. Um, and I don't remember much. Um, I just remember I was in like a ninja costume um a panda mask uh, my hair was braided at the side and i came out to kung fu fighting naturally naturally um and yeah i was terrified but being under a mask i didn't really have to focus as much on like my facial expressions um i kind of just had to sell with my body um which was kind of cool um and you're a panda so like i'm supposed to be a panda so what am I really supposed to say? Like, do I growl? So there was a lot that I just kind of was thrown into. Um, but Spidelli, like I said, she is one of the best. Um, so she definitely guided me so I didn't make a complete fool of myself. Um, yeah, and I remember after my first, my first match, I came, came back, um, and I just started crying. I think it was just I was so nervous, so scared, and I finally got the opportunity to have my first match. And then, it, like some of my favorite people were there to be able to watch it, so it was very, very, very overwhelming. Um, and that has been the only time that I've worn a mask.
1: So well, am I gonna get a lot of heat with you if I start an online petition to bring back the Kung Fu Ninja Panda, or are we are we set
0: <laughs> I, with
1: are we set with what we're seeing now? <laughs>
0: it's funny i've had it like when i i've talked to a couple people and i tell them about my first match because everyone wants to know and it's a fun story and i tell them about the kung fu panda and they're like we got to bring it back we got to bring it back 2.0 like we got to figure something out so i feel like if you start that petition you'll have a couple people that will sign it all
1: right that's uh, that's your good halloween costume at (laughs) least halloween wrestling show you're bringing it back yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, you mentioned getting to sit under the learning tree of some people. And and one person I'd love to talk about a little bit is working with Tornado. Uh, the guy has just done it all. He is yeah. a bona fide legend on the Ontario scene. He's done work with the WWE. He's just one of the best in the ring. And, and even right now, I love the work that he's doing. He's just so smart in there. What's it yeah. like being around him and, and just getting to pick pick his brain?
0: it's amazing. Like he's always in the ring. Like he's always, and he always wants to help us like younger kids in the business. Right. And he's, if we're sitting around the ring or we're hanging out, be like, okay, let's go to the ring. Let's, what do you, what are you guys working on? What do you want to try? Like, so he's always there to, to better everybody. And he, no matter how busy he is, he always watches matches, which I love because you can get feedback and what worked, what worked, what didn't work, what did he like? What didn't he like? Right. And, that's big because he's so busy right so him being able to take that opportunity to watch our matches and giving in critiques is is amazing and uh yeah he's he's done it all and he like yeah he is in great shape he is an amazing worker um and just like an overall amazing human being as well um very fortunate to to be around him so
1: and he would just absolutely hate the fact that we're putting him over as much as we I are know. because, that, and that's he's what makes it so good.
0: He's going to see this he's, he's going to be like, um, excuse me. Like, I,
1: like, like I wish I, I could tag, like, I wish I could clip this and tag him in it, but the guy doesn't do social media. No, he's, he's like a no, hidden, no. he's like the real hidden Panda Ninja. You can't find him anywhere. So yeah. I just have to hope he stumbles across it so he can <laughs> be pissed off about it. I'm I had sure. a great moment with him in, uh, up in Barry for, for Tid's last match. Yeah, yes. they they came up for that, and I actually have because tornado was my guy. Like when I was first got into Ontario indie scene, I was drawn to him and Tyson, and you know like Eric Young was was all over the place at that yeah. time, and and I was drawn to them. And I actually have like the original tornado shirt that he threw to me in the crowd. It's That's like amazing. Scott Hall cut, and I kept it all these years. So I I brought that to the show to show him. And I had a couple Polaroid pictures of him working on raw that I showed him. And I I gave him the pictures like, and so we had like a pretty cool moment there and that was cool. So he's claimed that he will come on my show because of that. I just need to reach out to him. So I'm going to hold him to it. I might break the tornado mystique and get him on a podcast.
0: For sure. You definitely have to.
1: Uh, I want to stick with rock solid wrestling here for a little bit and, and kind of like, Take me through a typical show day for you, because, you know, I, I've seen you around, uh, on you know, the Barry shows and, and the cross body shows and and you show up and you're constantly working, you're constantly doing something, whether it's helping with the ring or, you know, just uh, mingling with everybody and talking and, and just, you know, being a great presence in the locker room. So what what's a typical day like for you when you get up in a, in a rock solid day?
0: Yeah, so if we're, we're talking about rock solid, they actually uh, little known fact that the ring that they do use is actually crossbody's ring. Mm. So, um, me still always forever being a crossbody student, even though I've been I've been wrestling for six years. Um, I still help out where I can. So, the group of us, the students and other um, crossbody students that are on uh, Rock Solid, we meet at the crossbody gym and we unload. Um, we tear apart the ring and we load it up. Um, into a ring truck and we drive and we get to the venue and we set up the ring um, so we're there pretty early for rock solid shows our days are pretty long um, but I wouldn't trade it for the world so yeah we get to the we get to the venue we set up the ring um, and then yeah just start start putting your match together start getting start getting ready but just like mingling because there's also a lot of uh, with rock solid the community's great so you have a lot of volunteers so just like introducing myself to people I've never met or people that I'm familiar with within the, the rock solid family. Um, and just, yeah, just mingling, um, catching up with people. Um, cause some of the, some of the wrestlers that work for Rock Solid I don't get to see very often. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like catching up with them. Um, and yeah, just putting them, getting everything ready, getting, getting, uh, getting crystal moon ready and, uh, then going out, having my match, meeting fans. And then, Once the show's done, we have to tear down the ring, load it back into the ring truck, and we drive back to to Cambridge, um, and we unload the ring back into the ring truck. And then I go home and sleep.
1: (laughs) Jeez, that is a long day. Uh, And you mentioned, you know, the rock rock solid fan base and family, and I I would get a a kick in the ass if I didn't give a shout out to uh, one of our favorites, who I know is a rock solid uh, regular, Rob Arabic. Got to give a big shout out to Rob. We love Rob. So uh he's the best uh What a guy. Shout out to Rob if if you know Rob you know and yeah. I I think I think that's pretty much all you have to say about Rob if you know you know right.
0: that's, that's 100% all you have to say. And like <laughs> I feel like half the time you don't even have to say his last name you just say Rob and they're like okay yeah we know who that is.
1: Yeah, he's the best. Love Rob and yeah. great supporter of this show and as well as all independent yeah. wrestling uh Kirkland Lake let's talk a little bit about it you're making your debut up in Kirkland Lake um what's it like for you making debuts in new towns you know is it a little bit exciting is it nerve-wracking how do you go into a show you have in a town you've never worked in
0: I I love it like it's it's great to to go out and travel and it's super exciting and obviously I'm nervous because I don't know what the crowd is going to think of me um, right, like there's a couple towns that I've been to quite often for different promotions, or even Rock Solid. They uh, they like to go up to Timmins, North Bay, Sudbury, and there a lot of them are already familiar with me. Um, but going to do a new city is is great, and uh, I get to. I guess it's a little bit more pressure because I need to make a good first impression. I'm like I need to make sure that they come back, they come back and and uh yeah but i'm super excited um i love going to these small towns because people are and they like come out in the hundreds right oh yeah um so because with some of these towns they may not get um a ton of traffic or or things coming up that way i know because i'm originally from a small town so yeah, they just, they have something cool like that. And they all, everyone comes, the entire family. Um, and I'm super excited about that, so.
1: Well, and you've been doing some traveling recently too. Uh, you just did some work over in the United States. Uh, was that your first time going over there for work? Is that, uh, how was that whole experience for you?
0: It's good. I've been very fortunate this summer. Um, I've been able to travel quite a bit in Michigan and New York um, the last couple mm-hmm. months. Um, super, super excited. i um, very fortunate um, to be able to, to branch out. And I love, 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 love wrestling in Canada and the Canadian wrestling scene. But as many people know, you do need to hang out at some point. Um, so I've been really being able to do that. And I've been able to, to wrestle and gain some relationships with some really great people. Um, so yeah, it's great. And I have a couple more american dates lined up and hopefully i nice. can travel to more states
1: oh that's awesome i love to hear that it's definitely well deserved i've had the privilege to not only watch you but announce you a couple times as well and uh, you are definitely a great hand to have so i love seeing that success come your way that's fantastic you also had a little bit of success pretty early on too a couple of years ago you did some work with impact wrestling correct I did,
0: yes. so
1: how did that opportunity come your way because that's a huge opportunity
0: yeah, I was uh, super fortunate. So I've uh, I've done a couple of things in the past with uh, with Impact. Um, so I ended up doing the first little bit. I was I did an extra work as an undead bridesmaid um, for Sue Young.
1: Okay, I believe they, Nova did that as well, right?
0: She had she did. Yeah, it was an incredible um experience, um, incredible opportunity. I love Sue, which is great because it's a full full circle moment. That like the first maybe year or two years into my career, I got to, I got to do that extra work with Sue and now I get to wrestle Sue, um, at combat one in Michigan. Nice. Um, so I got to have that opportunity. It was a very cool, like full circle moment. And they kind of brought it into a storyline, which is super cool. Um, so yeah, I just, I was right place, right time and great attitude and was there to help out and I got picked, uh, I had the right look that they were looking for. So, which is I don't know if that's a compliment or an insult for an undead dragon. <laughs> uh, so I did that a couple times. Um, so they were familiar with me, and then uh, I then I got the amazing opportunity to do um, an extra a match uh, against Jessica Havoc when she first debuted, um, which was an amazing and amazing opportunity. And she hands down is one of the nicest people I've ever met. Um, Very gracious very like made sure I was comfortable made sure I was good in the locker room and everyone was being nice to me and I uh, was getting treated well so yeah I'm um, very lucky to have those opportunities and I hope um, I get another opportunity and they they give me an opportunity to have an, an actual match
1: I would love to see that as well. We do some media work with Impact Wrestling, so I'll have to reach out to some people, all right, that probably don't have a clue who I am, and I'll be like, you get the Kung Fu Panda on there. Let's go. We want to see it. That's it. That's
0: the only way I'll do it. Yeah. Through Crystal Moon, it's Kung Fu Panda. That's
1: it. Done. All the way. Uh, You know, working in front of that Impact audience and, and, you know, on TV like that and being in that locker room, what's some of the biggest takeaways that you learned from just, you know, being in in, in that type of a big atmosphere.
0: It was, it was insane. Like just the, the locker room was great. Like the ladies were just so like welcoming and were there for each other and everyone was so like complimentary towards each other. And like, it was, it was great. And they didn't make me feel like I was just an extra, right. They made me feel like I, I did belong in that, in that locker room and just being able to even, get some feedback from gail kim an absolute legend in women's wrestling um which was great and um yeah just having having that experience and another thing it was cool having one of my coaches ben was backstage as well so being able to share that moment um one of the biggest moments of my career with somebody that i owe my career to um was really really cool and um yeah the the atmosphere was great because i'm they always get the the excitement for, um, the local, the local talent. Right. So it was in Windsor. Um, but there was enough people from the area, um, that like knew who I was. So I got, I got a reaction. Um, my entrance wasn't filmed, but I still got to have an entrance and I still got the cheers and, and everything for the crowd. Um, I just was in the ring when the, the, it went live. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was incredible. It was, it was great.
1: What what's it like? You know, you you finish your match and, and you know everything goes well, and you said that it was very well received with um with Jessica. But what's it like when you walk backstage after that? Is there people there that are kind of there going over things with you and giving instant feedback, or is it just like, hey, great job, thank you? Like, what what's the immediate reaction like when you walk through the curtain after that?
0: Yeah. So immediate reaction, like obviously, once I once I got back there, um you definitely get feedback. And I got feedback from, from Jessica and, um, jail. It was immediate. Like everything's good. You're okay. Okay. Perfect. This was good. This was good. Just work on this, which is great. Cause you always want the feedback, especially from people from, from that, that caliber. Right. And mm-hmm. I, uh, I got, I knew quite a few people um, backstage, so I got like the hugs and we're so proud of you and that congratulations and stuff. But like, even people I just met, like another amazing human. And I've also had the opportunity to share a locker room with him as a, a wrestler um, was Rhino
1: Nice.
0: was uh, another great human. And like, before I even went out, we were just, we were just talking and he was trying to just get to know me as a person. Um, cause obviously he knew I was nervous. It was a big opportunity for me early, early into my career. So um yeah, he was just like, where are you from? And we kind of chatted um, cause he had, been in that area quite often um so we were like chatting about that and uh by the time I was ready to go like I I was obviously nervous but just having that separation of like thinking thinking and having a nice conversation with like with Rhino was was really good but yeah
1: that's cool I love that uh and you know you've also done some work uh up with us here at barry wrestling i've had the pleasure to introduce you a couple of times which is super cool for me you have a great aura, a great presence There there there's certain people that when i introduce them in the ring and they get in the ring you can kind of feel something like radiate off them a little bit you know what i mean like this little it factor and when you get in the ring it's it's definitely a cool feeling like you can feel that unspoken it thing so like that's really cool for me to get to introduce you what are some of your memories about coming up and working with uh, with Barry Wrestling?
0: Uh, I uh, I love Barry. I want back, Sean. You gotta get you gotta get me back in there. Um, but no. So I've had the opportunity to uh, wrestle twice at Barry. Um, my first match. Um, it was supposed to be a one on one match. Oh no, three times, three times. Yeah. So my first, my first time, it was supposed to be it was supposed to be me and Haley Dylan, but I think at the time. She had a minor injury, um, so it ended up turning into uh, a trios match, me and the rest of Empire versus Pretty Ricky, Puff, and Haley Dillon. And that was probably the most ridiculous match I've ever been a part of. Like, my favorite memory of of the entire match is, like, just – Doing like the Squirtle spit water, me and Puff just like going back at each other with the <laughs> water, dumping water on him. He's dumping water on me, like so ridiculous. Like poor Brad trying to figure out what was going on. Um, so that was great. And then I had the number one contenders match. Um, against uh, it was Laurel, uh, Laurel Cassidy, um, who i wrestled quite a bit. Um, so it was cool to. Do that match in a different, different setting in a different place because we've wrestled a lot, obviously at Crossbody in, in Cambridge. So being able to do that, and we have such um, a difference in looks and personalities, so that's really cool mm-hmm. to play off of a different crowd. Um, and then yeah, I got to uh, have my match against uh, the champ at the time, Taylor Rising, and loved that. Had a ton of fun, and uh, I didn't didn't get the job done, but uh, I would love to be back and have a shot at that women's title um that shiloh now has
1: um so yeah yeah you hear that sean we want some empire back up there all right bring them up and even yeah. bring even bring matt grant up too all right i know
0: Matthew
1: grant yeah, yeah you bring him up him and mikey jenkins got some unfinished business going on up there in barry oh, that mike, I... mike
0: jenkins that's like my my child right there oh.
1: I love him. I've had the pleasure to speak with him a couple of times now up up there in Barry and everything like that entrance with the little, like it's like the modified Bushwhacker March and his music. Like he's just contagiously makes you happy.
0: The crazy thing is that that's him outside of the ring. Like he is genuinely like the nicest, sweetest human being I've ever met. He's one of my like best friends outside of wrestling and like, so happy for him and so that's him at all the time like that energy and that smile and always laughing and trying to make other people happy ends up so
1: you know you can kind of tell that though because like just watching him in the ring like you you can't fake that type of happiness in the world you know what i mean it's just such a, a pure joyfulness coming off of him so big yeah. shout out to you mikey jenkins
0: <laughs>
1: all right we gotta talk about crossbody pro wrestling of course i'm I'm saving it to to closer to the end here you are the current crossbody wrestling women's champion how proud are you to hold that title in the promotion that that is your home you know that's where you, you know you you came up you did your training there with ben how proud are you to to step back and just be such a big focal point of everything going on there right now
0: Oh, I, I love it. And the way that I won it, it was a years long feud against the best in Canada, like in Alexia Nicole, not even just, in my opinion, the top female, but one of the top wrestlers in Canada, man, woman, I don't care. It's mm-hmm. Alexia. Um, she, yeah, she, she was the champ for quite a while. Um, and we had a very, very heated feud and it ended up in a a 30 minute iron woman match, um, which was absolutely incredible. Hands down still to this day, my favorite match I've ever had in the six years that I've been wrestling favorite opponent. She's also my favorite opponent. Um, so it was a very emotional time. Like I cried and cried and cried, um, and had that moment. And it was so cool to have some of my favorite people also come out and celebrate with me like Matt Grant and, and Ben and Tyler and hot stepper and brother earth and have all those people that are very important to me um, come out and congratulate me and celebrate me. Um, And, and yeah, having that moment with, with Ben in the ring of like me, after winning that, that match in that 30 minute iron woman match and having that moment of like this, I'm so grateful, like this, thank you for giving me this opportunity and letting me take over this, this title reign in this division. Um, so yeah, it's, it's super important to me. It's one of the, I think one of the best looking titles. Um, it and is, yeah, it's I really nice. It, yeah. And I've held, I've held it for well over a year and I feel like I'm going to hold it for another year. Fingers crossed. Uh, because there's only been two, uh, two women's champs in the, uh, for the total promotion. The promotion has been around four, seven years there's only been two champs me and Alexia. Um, so yeah, I feel like I'm going to hold it for, uh, for a little bit longer, or maybe a lot longer. Um, but yeah, it's just, uh, it's very, very important to me to represent that, that promotion and that gym and the people that have come out of it. Um, yeah. Uh,
1: I want to stay on the topic of Alexia and Nicole then, because that was definitely something I wanted to talk about with you. You guys just have such amazing chemistry together. Uh, I, I saw you guys in a four-way match uh, live in person with, uh, I believe Cecil Nix was in there and Addie Starr. I think you guys yeah. did the the card yeah. with Fulton with Fulton on it. I think that was yeah. there, and that was a great match. I, I really enjoyed that. But but there's always something special when you and Alexia get together. Yeah. What is it about Alexia that just brings the best out in Crystal Moon?
0: I I don't know what it is. Obviously she's amazing. So I feel like I have to I have to try to at least reach that level or be somewhat close but no it was just I feel like it was just an instant thing with with me and her we just get along really well and we just communicate really well we we've worked each other so much and wrestled each other so much that like we just know each other really well um and it's just it's so much fun to to have those opportunities with her and I'm very fortunate to have those opportunities um with her and yeah it's just like I said hands down my favorite, my favorite opponent, my forever enemy. Um, I would wrestle her a hundred more times if I, if I could. So.
1: So what, what goes through your mind when Ben walks up to you and says, okay, it's you and Alexia iron woman match. You're going 30 minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, it was crazy. Cause like I, uh, at that point it was, I was finally feeling feeling great about where I was at in the ring and my gear and it was all coming together. Um, and it was after, um, it was after the pandemic. Um, and we had really st- restarted building everything and it was a new, uh, new location. I was training really hard. And yeah, Ben came up to me. He's like, it's time. Like, this is your moment. I was like, sweet, cool. And he was like, "Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna figure out like a gimmick match. It's going to be really important. You guys are going to main event, but I haven't thought of what we're going to do. I'm like, okay. And then the a week after he told me that he's like, okay. Do you think you can go 30 minutes? I'm like, we're going to see. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, completely nerve wracking, and uh, it was it was it was yeah the biggest match of my career still to this date, and being able to share it with her. Um, but I also believe it was her uh first 30 minute iron woman match as well so we got to experience that together and finish the the story of our rivalry that we had for for three years i think at least um so it was uh yeah it was extremely nerve-wracking i didn't want to let anybody down i didn't want to let ben down or Tid down or tyler down or the crowd or my friends and my family um but i didn't at least they didn't tell me that i didn't i uh so yeah
1: and it was a great match. I I absolutely love that match. It's definitely in contention for one of the matches of the year that year for sure on the uh, on the Independence and in, in here in Ontario. Uh, we got to talk about Ben, Big Ben Ortman's. Yeah. I yeah. love that man to death. He is just yep. such a great person. Uh, the first question I want to ask you about him is, who's beaten Ben up more, you or Ronda Rousey? Because I bet you throw him around pretty good in training too.
0: Um. We, yeah, we've had a couple um, like training matches, obviously, and we've had a few matches on um, at Crossbody. No, it was one. We've only had one match aired. Um, it was back at the old gym on, in Kitchener on Agnes, and it was when Ben first started doing the, the student showcases um, back in the day. Um, and my at the time, my opponent had um, got hurt or canceled or whatever, and I didn't have a opponent when I got there and Ben was like, okay, it's going to be, it's going to be me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm wrestling, not only my coach, but ben, big Ben Ortmans and somebody that's been doing this for years and has been all over. Um, so it was obviously very, very nerve wracking, but it was great. He's he's my coach. So he knew what I wanted, like what I could do um, and how to make me look good. And there's one moment where he had me, it was the, it gave me a nasty power bomb. And I remember he, he did the thing and he had me up and he's like, are you ready? I'm like, yeah. And I went and it went silent, silent. And, uh, yeah, everyone thought I was, uh, I was done, done for. Um, and, but I wasn't, I ended up winning that match. I tricked him a little bit. Um, but yeah, I would love to do it again. Um, at, at crossbody in front of more people and it could be um, take for uproar, but who knows if that'll happen. So yeah, it's uh, I've beaten him up quite a bit, but I know Rhonda has beaten him, beaten him up too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, now, you know, if the next time that you guys get in the ring that the arm bar is his, is his kryptonite, right?
0: Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, I want to stay on the topic of Ben. Uh, I believe I saw him announce today. I could be wrong that he will also be going up to Kirkland Lake. Uh, I, I saw that announcement today and that makes me so happy because I know that Ben has missed a, a lot of time over the last year with a pretty serious injury. Uh, I think I can speak on behalf of both of us. When I say that I just absolutely love the fact that we get to see Ben back in the ring. How happy were you, uh, you know, when you guys showed up to that uproar taping and, and you saw Ben in his gear and he's ready to go.
0: Oh, the, the atmosphere and the vibe of backstage, like even at Gorilla, like watching. We were all around the monitor watching, and as he was going out in his like music kit, we were all screaming. We were all so excited. We all like felt the vibe um of it. But I was one of the first people to really find out um that he was wrestling that night. Um and he told me who he, what was going on. Um who that somebody there was a weird thing with the with the card and booking and traveling or whatever um so he told me he's just like but I found an opponent for for this guy for uh, Isaiah Cross and I was like okay who's it gonna be and Ben's like it's gonna be me and I'm like wait what what like I'm like are you sure like I got excited and then I was like wait are you sure are you sure we're good we're good and he's like yeah we're good um uh, but yeah and then everybody else found out and obviously the. The locker room went crazy and loved it and we all there was a group of us at gorilla watching on the monitor just like so excited so happy for him and you could just tell that he he was home he was where he was supposed to be
1: i i remember hearing about that too and i just like my my whole insides just got so warm with happiness because That man is just like to the word I like to use is just passion with him. He is so passionate and and he's just such a great human being. Uh, We've we've talked to Ben a couple of times. I'll I'll actually I don't think I've ever said this on air before, but we were actually talking with Ben when Uproar first started like being a conversation. And Mm -hmm. and he had reached out to myself and Mike about possibly doing the commentary for Uproar. I I guess they got some guy named Speedball Mike Bailey to do it instead, though. I don't know. I've never heard of the guy before, personally. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, who's the ever beaten? But (laughs) but I just like the fact that Ben would even you know have Mike and I on his radar. It just it it meant the world to us, right? Like we were we were just so happy and honored that he would even think about us, and you know just like the possibilities of getting to learn from Ben, and that's something that like every time I see Ben, I. I learned something from Ben, whether it's, you know, a wrestling related thing or just like a kind of a life thing. Like, uh, I just love the man to death and I, I definitely hope that we see him up in Barry soon as well, since, uh, I don't do as much traveling as I used to do, but that's all right. So we got to get Ben up there. We got to get you back up here. We yes. want the cross body takeover up here in Barry a little bit.
0: Yes, please.
1: That's it. That's the, that's the next big feud. crossbody versus Barry wrestling. All right.
0: Yes. Yes
1: um what's something that ben said with you that stuck like is there like one kind of thing or, or a couple things that that ben has said to you and it's just like holy shit like click
0: i i don't know if it was anything in particular but just like it was just like just stick with it like i he realized that a uh, very quickly that I loved wrestling and I had a deep passion for wrestling and I wanted to really give this my all and really go ahead and try to make a career or whatever out of it. And I, when I, when I came to Crossbody, I wasn't super athletic. I didn't really play any sports. Like I, I played hockey, but I didn't, yeah, I wasn't super athletic. Um, and I didn't pick it up right away. Honestly I didn't. Like I, I felt like I was maybe a little behind the pack, and I just was very frustrated a lot of the times. Um, just because I just wanted to be good at it. I just wanted to really just give my all and I just wanted it to happen. And I there was a lot of times where I counted myself out because I felt like it wasn't gonna happen. Um, but Ben saw something in me and never gave up on me and kept pushing me and pushing me and pushing me and eventually I got it. Like um, I don't know what moment it was. Um, but Ben had told me, he's like, you have it. You're good. Don't like you got it. Right. So it was just his never ending belief in me that I could make it and, and do this. Um, cause we're all hard on ourselves, especially with something that we're really trying to do and try to try to make your life. But, um, yeah, he never gave up on me. So I'm very, very appreciative of that when there's probably times he should have, um, I would have, um, So,
1: yeah, I mean, good for him for seeing that. And and I know because I'm a big self-doubt guy myself. I never think I do a good job ever at anything. Like anytime I'm done announcing and Barry and uh, I I recently like um, I've never said this on air either. I don't think I have. So I'll I'll talk to you about it because I think kind of relates to what we're talking about. I was in the ring after doing an entrance for, I believe, Van Landen, who that's like my big one that I do now. And yeah. and Brad Myers walked up to me, who I just have the most respect for. Oh, I just like he's incredible, Brad right? Matters. And he, he w wa- The best. Yeah, he's incredible. And just all the little things that Brad does that you never would know unless you like you're in there, right? And he just kind of walked up to me as the entrance was going and he looked at me and he went, You're getting pretty fucking good at this. And I was like, Oh, Brad, I really needed that. Cause I never think I do a good job. Every time yeah. I'm done, every time I've done the show, I'm like, ah. Oh, I, I didn't like how I did this. I should have done this better. I, I suck tonight. And, and, you know, everyone's yeah. really assuring. I'm sure it's the same with you. You probably are your worst critic, right?
0: Always. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I guess that's what pushes us to want to be the best that we can be. Right. If if we always, yeah. if, if we're like, Oh, I, I'm the best, then we're never going to get better. Right.
0: Exactly. Yeah, for sure.
1: Uh, other people that you have fantastic chemistry with, we talked about Lexi Nicole and I want to talk about Empire. Tell okay. me about Empire. How how did this come together? This is just like the perfect fit w- with the three of you. How much fun are you having working oh, with these guys?
0: Love them. Um, so honestly, it's been a little bit in the in the making. Um, we had talked about it um for a while, like pre pre COVID, um, just trying to to trying to make it work and stuff. But at the time, um I was kind of in a trio with, um, Kyle Brooks, who goes under brother earth now, um, and Andrew love. Um, and we we were trying to do, try to get some steam under that. But I remember talking to Matt and saying, Hey, like, is there any interest in joining empire and maybe at some different promotions? And I was like, well, it's something to think about. Um, this is what I'm currently doing. Um, and then at the time, like, Um, I was, I was friends with, uh, Matt and JT, but I wasn't super close with them. So I wasn't, I wasn't sure how I really felt about it. And then, then like a friendship blossomed from there. And, um, I wasn't doing a a trios thing with the other two guys anymore. Um, and then, yeah, it, it just, it just happened. And I was like, you know what? I was like, let me, let me try something different. Like I've been doing single stuff for a while. And they gave me this opportunity and it gave me the opportunity to work for, for PWO, which now is another one of my promotions that I feel is my second home. Um, and I got that opportunity. And then Matt turned into one of my best friends outside of wrestling, talk to him every day. We travel almost everywhere together now. Um, we're in the same car. So yeah, it's just fun getting to hang out with like, two of your really good friends that you like get along with and joke around with. And like, we, we have so like, so different styles in the ring too, which is cool. Like JT is more of like the power guy. Matt is like the mouthpiece. Like, um, and he's like a little bit more like high flying ish, like throw caution to the wind kind of guy. And then I'm like a little bit more of maybe a striker and like submission based. Um, well, that's what I prefer to do um and yeah it was cool too because at the time there wasn't a ton of trio teams as well that had a female um I think I'm one of the only females to hold the trios titles um in PWO which I'm very proud of I don't quote me on that I believe it is but don't quote me on that um but yeah and now we like tear it up as anywhere that we can
1: I, and I love the work that you guys are doing. You guys, it, like, it definitely shows the chemistry is there. You guys get great heel heat together when you're together. If you're working yeah. on this baby face, you get a great face reaction as well. You did mention a name, though, that I, I just have to give a little bit of shine to as well. We put Mikey Jenkins over a little bit earlier. You mentioned the name Brother Earth. Is it safe to yeah. say best gimmick going on the indie scene right now? Uh, I love it. I love it so much.
0: He's, he's the best. And, like, going back, like, how we say Mikey is like genuinely like the nicest human inside and outside of the ring brother earth is like, he literally loves the earth. Like that is, that's him. Like he knows so much useless facts, but it's not, but yeah, he just loves being outside and loves the planet. And that's genuinely him. And everyone says like with your wrestling gimmick, it's just you times, times a hundred. And uh, that's, that's brother earth, but yeah, he is a great gimmick, great look. And he obviously, Russell um, he comes from a great gym obviously at crossbody and I uh, feel like the the uproar tapings really brought something out in brother Earth that we've been all all I think have been waiting for him to to grab so I think the next the next season of uproar is really gonna be brother earth for the taking
1: I love that I I saw him work hot supper at what at a crossbody show yeah. And man, those guys tore the house down together. But, and I may have told this to him at a a show that I saw him at, but my big memory of that match is not only how incredible it was, but his, his stick broke. And that that was such a beautiful stick. And I remember when it broke, I was like,
0: Oh, that's such a nice stick. We found that on a walk and he brought it home and he like whittled it down and stained it himself did the the tool stuff on it like it was his prized possession at the time and yeah his stick broke
1: that damn hot stepper
0: that damn hot stepper
1: <laughs> <laughs> well as we start to bring it home here crystal i always like to end my interview by asking everybody this question and i don't know maybe i've already gotten your answer from it because we've talked about a lot of incredible stuff but when you take a look back at everything that you've done in your career whether it's a moment inside the ring outside the ring just being around the business what are some personal things for you that just make you smile when you think about them
0: um there's a there's a few so like obviously we talked about like me winning the the crossbody women's championship um that was super important to me getting to wrestle one of my favorite people and like i said my favorite opponent But, like, that moment obviously was special to me. But there was a moment behind the scenes that there's – it's a video that I think maybe me, her, and Albright have seen just because – and maybe Ben just because Albright obviously filmed it. But we just went backstage, and it was – we just, like, hugged each other and cried. We just wrestled each other for 30-some minutes. It was, that like, the final chapter of our long – like storied feud and we have so much respect and love and appreciation for each other. We're just like hugging each other. We're sweating and crying and, and just like sobbing because we just like, we love, we love each other. Um, and we respect each other. And it was a big moment. So that's very, very important to me. And I, every time I think about it and I watch the video every once in a while and it makes me smile. Um, just representing cross body. I'm very proud for, of where I come from. Um, And being able to travel a lot more and and people ask me where I've been trained and who's my trainer, I take a lot of pride in that. Um, And then just obviously, it's a cheesy answer. But like, I have some of the best friends in the absolute world from wrestling um, that I travel with, and I see each other every day and text me and, and stuff. So I'm very fortunate to have those friendships um those are probably some things that make me make me smile and happy and and stuff so
1: i i can vouch for that firsthand on on behalf of you because i've only gotten to come down to Crossbody the one show there and and i think we might have been speaking after the show i I can't remember if you're not i'm pretty sure it was and and i i told you you guys are a family here like you have something really special and 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 it shows in the product that you guys are doing uproar is just a fantastic thing it's probably so good for all you guys to learn what that weekly television format is like but but the camaraderie and the familyness you could feel it in the air you guys all love what you're doing you all love each other and it, and it makes the product amazing and and it makes us proud to to support cross body pro wrestling as well
0: mm-hmm. yeah it's definitely definitely a family there we have a really good locker room we have a really good group of group of students um we have a couple that are I know for sure one that's very close to getting the green light and I'm super excited for that for him um and yeah we have uh some new some new students and always looking for more so um yeah it's it's a it's a great place to be for sure
1: oh that's amazing I love to hear that another great place to be is going to be in Kirkland Lake Saturday August the 19th Rock Solid Wrestling is presenting punches, pile drivers, and pinfalls. And Crystal Moon is going to be there hitting all those punches, pile drivers, and scoring those pinfalls, right?
0: I don't know if I'll be doing pile drivers because Big O'Reilly's going to be there and he's the master of the pile drivers. So I don't think I'll be doing pile drivers.
1: Bear, you everything pro- else I will. You probably don't want to go to the bar with him after either. I've heard that him and Kirkland Lake bars are not uh, getting along too well, but uh, yeah, yeah, you never know if you feel wild. (laughs) Kirkland Lake will bring out the crazy in everybody, right?
0: Apparently.
1: Perfect. Well, uh, Crystal, I can't thank you enough for sitting down and taking some time and joining us tonight. Uh, Do you want to let the people know where they can find you, everything Crystal Moon related?
0: Yeah, so Instagram and Twitter, it's at Crystal with a K, Moon underscore PW. You can follow me, share my posts. um, Ask where I'm at. You can see uh, I'm in in Hilton this weekend for PWO. And then following weekend, I'm in the States. And then obviously Kirkland Lake, um, which I'm super, super excited for. And yeah, I'm just around and just shoot me a message, like my posts. If you see a promotion like Barry that you want me to be at, just uh just reach out.
1: Yeah, Sean Gibson. We need more, <laughs> we need more crystal moon, all right. Well, yeah. Crystal, again, thank you so much. On behalf of Mike who could not be here, on behalf of the Kung Fu Panda, on behalf of the X-Men, yeah. and on behalf of Brother Earth Stick R.I.P., you guys have <laughs> all been counted out. Thank you so much, guys.
0: Thank you.